My Bible reading today is from Acts chapter 3, verse number 1 to 10. And it is about the story of Peter and John and the lame man. The Bible tells us in the book of Acts chapter 3 and verse number 1, it says, Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, three o'clock in the afternoon. Now what we must understand is that Peter and John are operating with the apostolic anointing. They are operating with the apostolic grace. They are operating with the supernatural power of God. They are moving with the grace of God and they have been with Jesus. They have spent time in the upper room. They have had divine revelation. They have the word in them. They are pregnant with the word. They have the anointing of God in them. And now God has changed their mindset. So these men, as they are moving, the Bible says it, is, it was the hour of prayer. That means that they are also not neglecting prayer. Although they have the word, although they have the anointing, although they have seen great things, but still they're not neglecting prayer. And the Bible says that they are going to the temple for prayer. We cannot neglect prayer. We cannot neglect having a relationship with God. Even if we are anointed, we still need to pray. So we find Peter and John, even if they were anointed, but they needed to pray. They were, they were, they were apostles. They didn't say we can neglect prayer because we have the word. They said, listen, we have the word. We have the anointing, we have the fire of the Holy Spirit, but we still need to pray and maintain our relationship with the Father. Prayer is important for us as a church of God, as believers, that we need to maintain our relationship with God through prayer. And so these men were going up to the temple and on their way they met a certain crippled man which, was, which from birth was being carried along, who was laid each day at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, so that he might beg for charitable gifts from those who entered the temple. So we find that in verse number two, that as they were going on their journey, they met this crippled man. He was born crippled. And so as he sat at the gate, the Bible tells us that he was there with intention to receive charitable gifts. That was his aim. He said, listen, I need to have some charitable gift in order for me to survive. And so people knew him as a man that was a beggar, sitting at the gate waiting for a charitable gift. But when we find Peter and John passing by, their mindset was transformed by association with the word. Their mindset was transformed by association with Jesus. Their mindset was transformed because they had divine insight and revelation into the mysteries of the word of God. And so they were thinking differently. But this man was waiting at the gate. And while waiting at the gate, he was expecting people to bless him with gifts. But when Peter and John, in verse number three, so when, when he saw Peter and John about to go to the temple, he asked them to give him a gift. So his, his mind was thinking, listen, these men are going into the temple. I want them to give me a gift. So all he was thinking about is getting a gift. How can he get something for, to provide for himself? How can he get something maybe to provide for his family? Because as he sat at the gate, he was expecting a gift. You see, he was thinking they're going to give him a charitable gift, a donation. They were going to give him something to help him because he was a beggar. And because of his physical condition, uh, people probably put it in his mind that this is the only thing you're going to do all your life. You have to beg all your life. You have to rely on other people. All your life, you have to rely on charity. All your life, you'll be committed to sitting at this gate. But what he didn't know, that Peter and John had been touched by the supernatural power of God. If I may say, Peter and John has, had been touched by the supernatural fire of the Holy Ghost. And so, while they were going by, they had a different mindset. You see, we have to think differently if we're going to change our future. 
We're going to have to think differently if we're going to accelerate in the new dimension. We have to think differently if we want God to operate in our lives in an extraordinary way. So Peter directed his, in verse number four, Peter directed his gaze intently at him. And so did John and said, look at us. So they took this man's focus of the begging and asked him to focus on them by looking at them because they had a word for him. They had a revelation for him. They had something that they had received from God that they wanted to impart to him. They knew that, listen, this is a, a time when God was going to do something extraordinary in the destiny of this man. Because many people think that all your life you have to stay at the gate. It's not true. If you have been a beggar, if you've been an outcast, if you've been uh, someone that has lost your way from the church and backslidden and gone away from God, but still God can restore you so we look at this case and look at this condition of the beggar he is crippled he is paralyzed he cannot move and people have always thought that listen we got to give him something so that he can survive and the man paid attention in verse number 5 in verse number 5 and the man paid attention to them expecting that he was going to get something from them so this man he paid attention he looked at them thinking there was a donation coming to him thinking there was an offering coming to him because he thought now these guys have got something for me that may be silver or gold and so Peter and John did something Peter said something like this he said in verse number 6 he said but Peter said silver and gold money I do not have it is amazing he said silver and gold I don't have to give you so imagine the reaction of the beggar then why are you asking me to look at you because I'm expecting you to bless me, but you are telling me silver and gold you don't have to give me. Then obviously to the beggar, he was wasting his time. Because it's all about mindset. It's all about thinking. To the beggar, it could mean, listen, these guys are wasting my time. They want me to look at them. Who are these people? What do they have to say to me? But they're telling me silver and gold I have I none. That means, don't they see that I'm a beggar? Can't they see I'm a beggar? I, this is my profession. This is what I do. I beg for a living. And this is what I need. And so why, am I, why are they wasting my time when they are looking at me and, ask, and telling me silver and gold have I none? You see, Peter and John, have been, they have been transformed. Their mindset has been changed. You see, it's important for the church to change its thinking. It's important for the people to change their thinking. It's important for us to think differently in order to receive what God has in store for us. You see, if we don't think differently, we can't receive it. Here was Peter and John right at the, at the, at the doorstep or at the gate called Beautiful where the beggar was sitting. But the beggar had to change his mind for him to move to the next level. And so Peter tells him something. Revelation. He brings the word of God to him. He brings the revelation to him. He opens his mindset. He transforms him because he tells him, listen, this is not about silver and gold. I've got something better than silver and gold to offer you. I've got something better to give to you. I want to take you to another level, my brother. I want to shape you. I want to mold you. I have a revelation from God. But I want to tell you what the Lord has put in my spirit to shift you to a new season. There are people that will shift to a new season in the mighty name of Jesus. There are people that will receive extraordinary miracles tonight in the name of Jesus. There are people that will get breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. You might have been expecting silver and gold, but there is something that God wants to put in your life and bring into your life and bring transformation in your life and take you to another level. You might be right down now at the gate called beautiful. The gate is beautiful, but your condition is not beautiful. You might be at the place where you're going through some 
some hard time, where you have some difficulties and challenges in your life, you're waiting and you're anticipating and thinking what could happen. Well, I've got news for you. When a grace carrier comes your way, he carries an anointing from the Most High God and he has a word from the Lord because he knows how to shift you into the next dimension in the realm of the spirit and also in the natural. There are people that you need to associate with. There are people that you need to connect with. There are divine connections that can take you from one level of glory to the next. There's a divine connection that can shift you from one place to the next place. I've come to tell you today that somebody is getting ready to shift from every place that the enemy tried to cripple you. The enemy tried to keep you down. I've come to tell somebody today that God is about to shift you. God is about to shift you. That devil tried to cripple you. That devil tried to paralyze you. He tried to keep you at the gate called beautiful. But I want to say to you today, no matter what the doctor has said about you, no matter what they wrote in the report, I know a God that knows how to heal, deliver, and set you free. Can somebody shout, Amen? So you find here that this man is in a situation. And Peter says him, but what I have, what I do have, that I give to you in the use of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. I come to prophesy to somebody that in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, your situation will change. You see, it's not any other name, but the name above all other names. He says, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. You see, when you use the name of Jesus, what you could not do before, I prophesy you will do in the name of Jesus. Your situation looks challenging. The, the doctor said you got cancer. The doctor said you got AIDS. The doctor said you got a sickness. You got a disease, diabetes, high blood pressure. Whatever the doctor might have said. I want to tell you something. You can use the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus can take away sickness. The name of Jesus can heal you. The name of Jesus can transform you. The name of Jesus can change your mind. So when they spoke to this man, he was thinking like a beggar. But they were telling him, listen, imagine what you didn't do from the time you was born. Get ready because in the name of Jesus, you are about to do. Is anybody listening to me? I don't know what you've been trusting God for. There may be things you have never done in your life before. You waited upon God. You said, Lord, there are things I've never done before. But Lord, in the name of Jesus today, what you could not do before, I prophesy to you, you are going to do. Because in the name of Jesus, what you could not even think about, the beggar could not think about walking. Because all he knew, people had to carry him. But no, but he could not carry anybody else. But I tell you, when a grace carrier shows up with a divine anointing from God, he can push you to another level. And people that could not walk will start to walk in the mighty name of Jesus because it is the anointing of God that can transform your situation. So the grace carrier comes on, on the scene. The Bible says, it says, now I want you to walk. Then he did something else in verse number 7. He took all of the man's right hand with a firm grip and raised him up. 
You see, he lifted him up. I declare today, somebody is going to be lifted up by the hand of the Lord. I don't know who I came to talk to, but I want to say something. It's not about any man lifting you up. Yes, grace carries will come. But today, Jesus worked through Peter and John, and he lifted up this beggar from the pit. Are you a beggar today? Trusting God for the miracle. Well, today is the day of your miracle because God can lift anybody up from the pit, from a negative report, from a demonic attack, whatever the enemy has tried to bring your way. I prophesy that when the anointing shows up in this place, somebody will be lifted up. The Bible says that he took hold of the man's hand and he lifted him up. With a firm grip, he raised him up. God's going to raise somebody up. I don't know who I came to talk to. Listen, it's one thing if we try to raise ourselves up. But when God gets ready to raise you up, there's another thing. Because God is about to raise somebody up and push them to another level. Come on. I say when God gets ready to raise somebody up. Somebody you may be not thinking about, God can raise you up. Somebody that you think is insignificant. Imagine the beggar at the gate called beautiful. Thousands of people passed him by. Going to the temple to pray. Nobody said, listen, let's pray for the beggar at the gate called beautiful. All they thought about is giving him something, charitable donation, just to keep him happy. But when the anointed came by, they said, listen, we're going to raise you up. I don't know who I came to raise up today, but somebody on the television is going to get raised up. Somebody in the church is going to get raised up. Somebody that's sick in hospital is going to get raised up. Somebody on the deathbed is going to get raised up because of the anointing of God. Somebody in a wheelchair is about to get raised up because of the anointing of God. Somebody that might have been paralyzed financially, you're going to get raised up in the name of Jesus. Somebody may be paralyzed spiritually and don't know Jesus said, Lord, and say, you're going to get raised up in the name of Jesus. Somebody is going to get raised up today in the mighty name of Jesus. Why? Because there was an apostolic anointing and an apostolic grace that was there. So apostolic thinking is different. They didn't want to leave this man at the gate. And at once, the Bible says in verse 7, his feet and ankle bones became strong and steady. At once, his feet and ankle bones became strong and steady. Imagine, from the time he was born, it was not strong. From the time he was born, it was not steady. But when the power of God came upon him, his feet and ankle bones became strong and steady. I've come to prophesy to somebody that the strength of God is going to locate you. If you are feeling weak, then you need the power of God's strength. You need the anointing to come from God to heal your feet, your ankle bones, whether it is in the natural or in the physical body or in the realm of the spirit. I tell you something, there are people that may be free here, but in the spirit you can't run, you can't walk. Why? Because you of weak because the enemy has tried to attack your feet. The enemy has tried to attack your ankle bones. The enemy has tried to paralyze you and keep you in one location. Well, I've come to tell you today, somebody's feet is getting stronger in the name of Jesus. Somebody's ankle bones is getting stronger in the spirit in the name of Jesus. The places you could not go before, I prophesy you're going to go. The places that you could not penetrate before because of weakness, God is going to give you victory. The Bible says in verse number 8, And leaping forth, he stood and began to walk. And he went into the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. You find here how God changes him, how he gets healed. The Bible says, And leaping forth, he stood. Leaping forth, he stood. I wonder what a feeling that could be. For the first time, he stood on his feet. 
I declare today, people who are paralyzed in this season, you got to leap. Can I say it again? People who are paralyzed in the realm of the spirit, in this season, there's an anointing for leaping coming upon you. There's an anointing for leaping. You see what was happening here? They released an anointing. They released the power of God. And the Bible tells us that these people were crippled. You can't be crippled in the spirit all your life. There must come your day of rejoicing. There must come your day of breakthrough. There must come your day of victory. There must come your day of, of the supernatural. So I believe today that the supernatural power of God is going to touch somebody in the name of Jesus. We must have the day of the supernatural. We find that the man began to leap. The man then began to, he began to walk and, and he, was, he was strong. And the Bible says that he went into the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. They were, he was walking, he was leaping, and he was praising God. Come on. That same man that could not walk, he was sitting at the gate. God changed him around. I don't know who I came to speak to. You feel like you are paralyzed. Everything you do, you can't get a breakthrough. Everything you do, you can't get, you can't see the divine hand of God because the enemy has oppressed you. Maybe because of a situation in your life. But I come to tell you today that when the apostolic grace flows, the Bible says your position can change. You begin to walk, You'll begin to leap. You'll begin to praise God. I declare somebody is getting a new praise in their mouth today in the mighty name of Jesus. Because of what God is going to do for you, there's a new praise coming to you. You're going to praise God in a different way today. Because why? This man, can you imagine how he praised God? When he was walking, leaping, and praising God. He was now in another level. Because the Bible says the man that sat at the gate was getting ready to be positioned back in the temple. You see, God can take you from the outer court into the Holy of Holies. God can take you from the gate into the temple. God can take you from the gutter and place you among princes. God can take you from nowhere and set you up. Why? Because he is God. If he says that I'm going to raise you up, I'm, he's going to raise you up. So you find this man. He was in the, at the gate, but now he's in the temple, walking, leaping, and praising God. You see, these two men who had the apostolic grace, they had a different kind of a mindset for this man. They thought for him the best things for him. They thought about good things for him. They also had a different mindset. They said, listen, instead of me just giving this man just always the fish, let me give him a rod and let him fish on his own. You see, they thought, they, when they saw him, they said, you don't need to be a beggar anymore. You can become an entrepreneur. You don't need to be a beggar anymore. Because, you see, they went to the root of the problem. They didn't just leave it and say, listen, we're going to leave this man, give him a donation. You see, giving him a donation and leaving him at the gate does not change his situation. They said, hey, we're getting hold of this man. We're going to teach him how to walk. Come on, somebody is going to walk again. We're going to teach him how to leap. We're going to teach him how to run. We're going to teach him now how he can fend for himself. How he can move from being a beggar to become an entrepreneur. To become one that will be able to help others because he was paralyzed and they begin to take him from one dimension to the next. Somebody will go from one dimension to the next supernaturally in the name of Jesus. When the supernatural fire of God comes upon you, when the supernatural anointing comes upon you, the supernatural anointing comes to lift you from every demonic situation. Everything that has kept you captive will break in Jesus' name. I prophesy and declare that people, a 
are being set free now in the name of Jesus. I prophesy and declare people are being liberated. Chains are breaking. Every satanic plan is being destroyed. I declare that you are going to be leaping. You're going to be walking. You're going to be praising God. I praise God that people are going to see you walking and praising God and not understand what has happened. Let me tell you, in verse number 9 it says, And all the people saw him walking about and praising God. People saw him walking and praising God. And you know what was their response? In verse 10 it says, And they recognized him as the man who usually sat begging for alms at the, at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement, bewilderment, consternation over what had occurred to him. Let me tell you what God is telling me to tell you today. Is that when people who knew you before, they will never recognize you in your future. Can I say it again? People who knew you before, people who knew you before are not going to recognize you. Do you know what I'm saying? They will never recognize you. Why? Because you won't be crippled anymore. You won't be paralyzed anymore. You won't be bondage anymore. Because God will set you free. The Bible says here that the people who saw this man walking and praising God, and they recognized him as a man who usually said begging. You know what they recognized him as? A beggar. So they couldn't recognize him as the one who was walking and leaping and praising God. I pray today that the grace of God and the anointing of God that is flowing in this place will cause people to not understand what has happened to you. By this time tomorrow, miracles will happen because this was a miraculous anointing that was flowing from Peter and John. It was a transformation that yes, there are certain things I need to do and have faith in God for God to perform the supernatural. But there are certain things I can't do, but God can do supernaturally. I don't know about you, but I want you to trust God for a supernatural miracle. I want you to believe God for a supernatural touch. You see, the supernatural touch comes from God. Only God can touch you supernaturally. He uses Peter and John as vessels, but God ultimately touches the people supernaturally. And so when you find that this case was, this man was a gate called beautiful. The Bible tells us that people recognize him as a beggar. What do people recognize you as now, right now? What do they recognize you as? As they recognize you as a beggar? Expect your position in the spirit realm to change. When your position in the spirit realm changes, your position in the natural will just change. There are supernatural miracles coming to you. May the grace carriers that was made to locate you, may the angels of God fly your way. May God's servants come your way. May someone that God is sending to you to sign that contract or someone God is sending to open the doors appear in the name of Jesus. May God shift you into your God-ordained destiny. The beggar had to be shifted. People had no hope for him, but God had hope for this man. People wrote him off, but Jesus will never write you off. People can say all things about the beggar, but the beggar was shifted to another position. May you leap in the season. May you walk in the season. May you learn how to praise with a praise unto the Lord for what the Lord has done for you in, this, in the name of Jesus. May people see you were sitting, but now you are walking. People see you, maybe you were in bondage to something, but now you are free. There are people being set free. Beggars, I want to prophesy to you. People that are in problems and challenges, you will be blessed in the name of Jesus. 
cripples, people that are crippled in the spirit, people that are experiencing challenges in their life, I declare in the name of Jesus, if you can believe God by faith, say Lord by faith, Lord. I speak the word. I declare the word. I receive the word. And I receive my healing. God, only you can heal, Father. Lord, we are looking to a supernatural God. We are looking to a, to a God that performs miracles. And today, in the name of Jesus, I declare by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed.